Here we are for this third and final episode in our three-part set on creating art from an image of a Tuscan vineyard. I'm Jim Everett, a photographic artist, and in this episode, I'll show you how I use adjustment tools in Lightroom to bring out what my eyes and imagination saw on that crisp autumn morning in Tuscany. I hope it gives you some ideas and tips how you can bring out what you want from your images. We're working in Lightroom now. What I want to do is to be able to narrow down to one image and then prepare this for printing so that it can be hung on a wall as a beautiful and somewhat dramatic piece of artwork. So let's go through looking at how we narrow this down and then how we bring this up using Lightroom with an occasional reference to aperture where there are some differences. So the first thing we want to do is to give ourselves a little bit more working room so we can get rid of this panel over here which has all our list of images. We're now working in the library module in Lightroom. One of the differences between Lightroom and Aperture is that with Aperture you just click backwards and forwards between panels whereas in Lightroom you have to go backwards and forwards between models and it's a little bit of a jump but uh, there's some other flexibility that Lightroom has within the modules that kind of make up for it. So it's a matter of comparing the experience you have for the kind of work and workflow that you do. So now, okay, let's get back to our job of narrowing this down and, and choosing the one that we want. So what we can do, by the way, I'll leave this open now. I could close that there by clicking on that little side tab, but we're going to be using it. So I'll leave it open for now. I want to come back in, select this one, go to a single view and see if this is the one we want. No, I don't think so. Reason, don't like this big, flat, boring looking shrub here. Uh, it seemed okay at the time with the mountains in the background, but for what I want to get, the vineyard and this beautiful yellow tree here, the yellow tree is not lit, the vineyard's not lit, and the picture's kind of cut in half. It's almost two or three subjects. It's a bit, bit confusing. So I'm going to unpick that with a U and take the flag away, so that gets rid of that one. We then come back to the next one, which is a little better. The tree is lit here, but the vertical format gives me way too much up here of uninteresting stuff. And the vineyard down here has got very flat lighting on it. So I'm going to reject that one. This one's getting better. Look at the lighting on the vineyard. I like that. And the tree is not quite as bright as before, but I can work with that. And there's some interesting texture here, but it is still a vertical format. There's way too much up here. And... To me, it feels like the vineyard's kind of squeezed in between two bookends. It doesn't give you the, the, the broad feel that I really wanted. So I'm going to click the U and, oh, this is the one that I want, yes, because we've got the vineyard that's spread out here. We've got the light from the morning sun coming through. The tree is lit, some nice lighting on there. We've got some interesting details in the mountains in the background with the mists amongst them and uh, some, some light coming through from the sun. So I think this one will really work. I like that. Plus it's bookended here in a positive way between this bush and, or this shrub here and this shrub or tree over here. Okay, so let's now move into the develop module. The image kind of goes away and comes back. We can get rid of this. We're not going to be using that. Won't go into the details for what that is now. But over here, we've got our histogram as usual. So we'll leave that open for now. We've got some tools here, which is our crop tool and our graduated filter tool, which I'll come back to. Now, Aperture doesn't have this, and this is quite useful under some circumstances. And then we've got our uh, adjustment brush here, 
which has some similarities with aperture but some differences. Down here we've got the basic area which is your color temperature. Basically you can warm the picture up or you can cool it down or you can do it as shot. Now a little further down we've got exposure. Basically this pushes all your exposure up or drops it down. Notice that the high end, the brightness is going more than the the shadow area and then in recovery that will bring back squeezes back the brighter areas. I'm not going to reset those just yet. Now fill light adds some more to the dark end. You can see that it's pushing the histogram is pushing the shadows over and it's filling that there. If you do fill light there you probably need to bring your blacks back a little bit there. See by doing that you bring it back just so that you've got your black point there. Brightness, you can use brightness just to add more illumination to the scene. Slightly different from fill light. Now contrast, basically contrast is contrast and it spreads out your light range there. Clarity will actually add contrast to your mid-tones. Let's just reset this and see clarity. You can see that it adds contrast not, you can't really see how much it adds unless we go back to auto and that gives us a spread there and if we then come back to clarity you can see how it adds contrast to your mid mid range area there. Okay and then vibrance is like saturation light with selected colors different from aperture. Saturation that's what that does. It brings everything up and it just makes it look tacky if you overuse it. You can use it, always use saturation sparingly. Now let's just close, let's reset that and look at some of the other tools that you've got to work with here. I'm not actually working on the image now, just showing you the tools. I'm not going to go into those details here but the one that I'm going to look at is the HSL Color B&W. All we're worried about is the color and what you've got here is eight colors as distinct from six colors in Aperture. This one will show you everything. So you've got all the colors laid out there so you can see it all in one hit. Now this is great if you're working with full screen but because we're working in a smaller screen now for this video um, we will just come back to basically the one or two colors. So you've got the, the HSL which you could do here color by color which is hue, saturation and luminance. Hue is what you'd think you can go you know changes the color balance in each color. Saturation is you know what that is and luminous is brightness. This is the one that I typically work with because I might just choose one or two colors. So that's basically what we'll be working with there. Okay now we've got the image and we can put this away for now so that we've got more to work with and it simplifies everything. Our next step that we're going to do is we're going to start working on this image. We're going to perfect and enhance our image in Lightroom using a tool that is unique to Lightroom and that is the, gra the graduated filter. We're also going to use the adjustment brush which Aperture also has with some different features. However, Normally the graduated filter would be excellent for skies and the way we would do this is to select that, notice that the graduated 
Filter has exposure, brightness, contrast, saturation, clarity and sharpness, sliders, and a pop-up that we can use to zero this. We won't go into any more details here on that just for now. So let's uh, move back now. We'll close this by hitting the close button. And we're going to come back to basics. What I'm going to do here is perfect the sky in the other, other areas of adjustment and then use the graduated filter to adjust the foreground, the opposite. So that's just a different way of using that tool. So we've set, we will uh, click auto to set the black and the white points. We've talked about that before. And now what we're going to do is to bring the exposure back. All we're doing is exposing for the sky. Forget about the foreground for now. Exposing for the sky. We need a little bit more brightness to bring that up. And we need a little bit more contrast. We'll bring the con and all again we're watching there. See how we're getting some detail in here now? This area here is very bright. We're going to have to do something about that in a moment. But again, we'll bring up the exposure a little bit more and sorry, bring the exposure down a little bit more. Not too much, about there. And then we can adjust the brightness to give us the, the look that we want. Now, if we want to bring this down a little bit, we can come into recovery. Okay, so that's pretty much how we want it to look. Maybe we can bring it up just a, just a shade. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want. Now, the bottom half here looks a little flat. We've got the mists and the mountains the way we want, but this isn't quite as we want. So we're now going to just put this away and come up to our graduated filter and we're going to bring the filter from the bottom sorry from about here up and tilt it so that we and we can do that by grabbing this tilt it so that we're making the adjustment occur in this region here and we can even bring it up a little bit narrower so the the graduation is only going to happen across this area. We don't want to have it too narrow, it'll look kind of funny, but it's happening across this row of trees. So we will first of all now, this is the area of adjustment. The graduation only happens between these two outside lines. This ends up being a solid change. So what we want to do is in this area, we want to bring the exposure up a little so that it looks like morning. That's a little better. And then uh, we want to bring the clarity up a little bit to increase the contrast in the mid-ranges. And then we want to saturate it just a little more to make it a little bit more bright and pop for the early morning. And we want to bring up a little bit of overall contrast. There we go. Now you notice this is only happening below this line. Now the next thing that we can do is we can bring in a new one of these by clicking new and I'll bring that up from the bottom like this because I want to darken this bottom area a bit just twist this around a little like that bring it up a little more and in this case we're going to bring the exposure down not that much that's a little bit too much bring that down like that bring the contrast down bring the saturation down um, and bring the brightness down like that. 
So that looks like it's in a deeper shadow and doesn't draw your eyes down because it's bright. Now, you'll notice that we can come back to here and adjust this again if we want to, or come back to here and adjust it again. It remains permanently active or permanently selectable to be active. Okay, so to, to lock those in, we now hit return and they disappear, but they're still there. If we want to bring them back, we just click on this again and there they are. Okay, hit return, get rid of them. So I'm pretty happy with the way this is progressing now. We've used the graduated filter to allow us to adjust the overall picture to get this right so that from here to here we've got the kind of look that we want. We now have to work on this area which we've divided using the graduated filter across here and across here to be able to bring this up to approximately what we want. But we still need to do some work on this area around here. The graduated filter is a unique tool within the Lightroom. The, graduate, the graduated filter is a unique tool within the Lightroom repertoire. We're now going to use another tool within Lightroom, which is the adjustment brush. And of course, Aperture does have these, but in Lightroom, we can revisit the brushes later and make updates to our adjustment. With Aperture, once you've done it, it's fixed. You have a few more adjustments in Aperture, but you can't come back to it. So let's have a look at how we go there. I want to fix up this tree, make this a little bit brighter, have the effect of the sunlight kind of glowing behind that tree and just punch up the vineyard a little bit. So we click on a brush. And you'll notice that the sliders here are the same as for the graduated filter. And you've got different aspects here. Size, which is obviously size. Feather, which is the amount of uh, softness around the edges. And flow. I've scaled the flow. I'll scale the flow back a little. And the size I'll adjust with my magic mouse, which you can also do with any scrolling mouse or a trackpad. And feathering, we want about a third feathering so that we don't have too much going over the edges and giving us a, a glow in the sky behind or a halo, which looks kind of, uh, looks it looks fake. Okay, so what we want to do is to boost the exposure a little here. A bit more brightness, some contrast because we're going to have it as if the sun is shining on those, which makes it more contrasty, a little bit more saturation, some clarity for mid tone, for the mid-range uh, sharpness and contrast, and a little bit of sharpness as well. So let's now make the brush a little smaller, and then we'll start working on this tree, because the tree here is a key part, making sure that we don't go over the edges and give that halo I was talking about. We do a little bit down here, We'll come back to that later and we want to paint this across here like that. We can go over a few times because I've given myself a lower flow uh, that gives me a bit more room, a bit more scope. By the way, you notice that you'll see that uh, radio button with a black dot in the middle. That means that's the active brush at the moment. Now we can change size in the brush and it's still the same brush. So I'm coming over here and I'm painting a little bit more in these areas here to lighten them a little bit. And I also want to paint a little bit in these right-hand edges of the trees here. And you notice how I'm changing the brush size as I go. 
just to paint a little bit around the right hand edges of the trees here. Okay, so, and I'm going to make a smaller brush now. So I can make a smaller brush here, so I can go around the edges of this tree to take it pretty much out to the, where the mists are behind without going over the edges. See what I'm doing there to really boost up this tree there. Okay, and bring it up a little bit more because I want to really boost that a little bit more there. Okay, so that's brought that up. So if we hover over here, you'll see those pink zones, which is where I've worked. It, that's exactly where I wanted to work. So now I'm going to create a second brush and I'll come up here to new and you'll see this one has now been deactivated. I want to increase the saturation, increase the brightness and increase the clarity and the sh and the contrast. And what I'm going to do now is I've got a second brush there. I'm going to come in here and really boost the brightness in here. Why? Because I want to use the effect that some of the Flemish masters used. I'm not saying I'm a Flemish master, but they have the effect of something glowing behind. And you can see the, the suggestion that the sun is really glowing behind there and bringing the light out. Maybe a little bit over here as well. Okay, so we hover over this and we can see where we've worked. Need a little bit more here and a bit more down there. Okay, so that's the effect that I wanted there. And you can now see that we've got two brushes, one here and one there. If I wanted to, I could come back again later, select that one and then do some adjustment on that. If I wanted to make them a bit more saturated, I could do that. And anytime we revisit this, it's exactly the same. So I'm going to hit return to deactivate those and hit return again, which hides them. They're still still there, though we can bring them up anytime we want to just by clicking on there, and there they are. And we can go over and we can do our adjustments again. But I'm not going to this time. What I'm going to do is to now crop this. Now, because we've got a darker foreground, we don't need to crop as much out to stop that being a distraction. So that's, I feel good about that. And the sky area here, coming down to the mountains and mists, just my sense at this stage is I want to leave a little bit more space up there. We've still got the tree, which falls on this one-third line here. And we've still got the vines, which fall on this one-third line here. They don't have to be exactly on these points all the time, but it's pretty important to have them on one of the lines. We've also got this brighter area over here, which the eye falls to either second or third place. This one, that's the first thing we see. The second thing is probably this, maybe this, and then it comes over here and that's more subtle the way the sun is coming in from behind there. So we can hit return there and now we've got the finished image. I really do like that. That came up very nicely. That's the kind of effect that I wanted. It has a little bit of mystique to it and it, it looks natural but still dramatic. So that's the image I'm going to go with using those two different tools in Lightroom that I just showed you.